Welcome to my Soul Life podcast. This is my playground and I'm your host, Susan Scollin. I believe that we can live a life we love every day. To do this, we have to go on a journey to uncover who we are on every layer so we can live our legacy now. Join me each Monday for conversations about following our soul's calling and embodying what lights us up so we can be even more amazing people. And each Thursday, listen in to the beginner health sessions for simple ways you can up-level your own health. Be inspired. I want to remind you that all the information shared in this podcast is my experience and the experience of my guests. It's not medical or mental health advice, diagnosis or treatment, and I would encourage you to seek professional advice where needed. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another conversation with me. We will get to some more interviews. They are coming. I've just had a few things on and it hasn't been a priority, but I can tell you the content that I've got you for you guys is amazing. So there's heaps of content coming from me, which is always phenomenal. You always think in my own head that I won't have enough. How do I keep this going? All of that, those sort of stories come up, which hopefully that relates, like resonates with you as well around your own life, around how do we keep going? Well, we just keep putting one foot in front of the other and we keep learning and we keep growing and that creates more abundance, more love, more days, more time in our life. So just something to remind you and to remind myself that there's so much more coming and I'm really excited to be sharing what I'm sharing with you today. And today is all about imposter syndrome. Now, this is a thought that we have in our mind. It could show up as, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not as experienced as, you know, that person over there, whether it be in the workspace and you're looking across the room and you're comparing yourself to another colleague or a colleague within the whole, you know, area that you work in, but they're probably doing something else. They just seem to be on top of everything and you seem to be behind with everything. Or another one, you know, I'm fumbling around in the dark and this is one that I actually had for a long time. And when I wrote this down today, I was like, oh, I didn't associate the two, but now I do. That for me, I'm fumbling around in the dark was this imposter syndrome, this I don't know what I'm doing, I don't know enough, all of that sort of stuff. When I didn't hold those beliefs per se, but I had this sort of counter, counter belief that was keeping me stuck. So I want you to know first and foremost, in terms of imposter syndrome, in terms of all of those thoughts and whatever that looks like for you, and you'll know that you have it because you're stuck and you can't move, is that this thought isn't true. That's the first thing that I really want you to know. So no matter what situation you're in, whether it's you're a mum and you're struggling with, you know, a new baby or whether, you, you know, your kids are growing up and they're just driving you a little bit mental, um, you, you are not an imposter. You do know what to do. Sometimes it's a little bit harder and maybe it's in the workplace. Maybe it's in a relationship. Um, maybe it's in your business. Maybe it's showing up in friendships, but you do know what to do. It's about listening and tuning into our heart and just moving forward from that space. But it comes up, generally speaking, whenever we're doing something new, whenever we're forced to get out of our comfort zone and start moving forward. And, you know, we push back against that bloody comfort zone or, sorry, the uncomfortable zone. We push back against that and we try to stay in our comfort zone as much as possible because it feels good right? The uncomfortable zone doesn't feel good. And even though we know that that's where the growth is, couldn't we just stay here and couldn't everything just stay the same? 
but the reason that you're moving and you're wanting to change something and you're doing something new is that you feel uncomfortable in your comfortableness and that's a really key indicator that it's time to move forward and often some of the emotions that show up for me when I'm not moving forward is anxiety it's a big one for me Um, I didn't realize until recently how much anxiety has played a big part in my life Um, and perhaps particularly over the last eight years but even before that there was some anxiety sitting around other things that were coming up so knowing that that's something that plays out in my life really helps me see as an indicator that there's something for me to shift and change. There may be a belief that I need to shift and change. There may be some research that I need to do. I may need to go and get some coaching on that thing Um, and so that I can continue to move forward and see what my thoughts are on all of that. But, you know, when it came up for me, I guess, you know, some of the times that it has come up for me, this imposter syndrome, One was, you know, when I was starting out as a new health coach, like this is not something that I haven't done before. It's not something that I ever thought I was going to be doing. And so to then move into that space, I had to let go of a lot of stories around I don't know enough and let go of the beliefs that I had to fix things for people because, you know, as you would know, or as I've shared with you on these episodes and particularly in the What's Coaching episode, podcast episode, that is not my responsibility. My responsibility is to show you your mind, unpack some of your limiting beliefs, see what's going on, um, and help you see what's going on, not for me to know the answers to any of that sort of stuff. So when I was able to flip that, I was able to go, okay, this is my role, this is my responsibility, this is my client's role, and that's their responsibility. And then I can bring that in and go, okay, I can, I can add value here. I can add significant value here. And if you talk to any of my clients, you will know the value that I actually bring to them. You can see some of the um, testimonials on my website as well. So being a health coach for me was really that imposter syndrome. As I said, I'd never done it before. So moving into a new space was really challenging. Um, me moving into project management when I was doing business and IT project management um, in the spaces that I was in, it was like almost like hold your breath let's just see what happens here because I really didn't know what I was doing on the day-to-day sure I had the training much like health coaching I had the training for it but how it applies in the real world is a very different thing much like somebody who goes and gets a uni degree and then if they particularly I remember a friend of ours um, their son was is an accountant and then they pretty much redo their whole four years of study in one week at the new accounting firm that he was at. And he was, mind was blown because he goes, you thought you knew it, but you didn't actually know it. And then being able to put it into practice day in, day out is where the growth and where the transformation actually comes. Years ago, I moved from doing sort of admin work, doing uh, reception work through and doing accounts work. So doing the payroll, do, paying all the bills, all of that sort of stuff. And I didn't have any background in that, but I was willing to learn and I was open to learn, learning. But again, that imposter syndrome comes up because I'm like, how do I do this? Um, I remember with managing a swim school and for the first two weeks, I think I cried every day before I went to work because I was so um, anxious or worried. I was really worried forward about what would happen throughout the day. 
But the reality is I survived all of those days um, and added some significant value in that space as well. So that's when it comes up for us. It comes up for us when we're typically doing something new and we're telling ourselves all of those stories about, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not as experienced as this person or that person or that person. And I don't know how to get from point A, where I am now, where I'm just starting out to point B, where they are. When in the truth, the truth of the matter is, you're not going to go on their journey. You're going to go on your journey. And the quicker we can let go of those stories, the quicker we can get onto our journey. This thought or this imposter syndrome comes from lack. It doesn't come from a space of abundance. And it fails to recognize that you're learning and you'll never be more available than you are right now. Like, this is what we forget to think about is the fact that when we're starting out in our journey, we may not typically know who our client is. We may have an idea of who we want to work with, but our brain's also telling us that they don't exist. And so we start to believe that potentially that person isn't out there. And often we're taught that the person that we are, our ideal client that we want to work with is actually ourselves. And so they're, you know, obviously it's a different person, but our ICA or our ideal client avatar is ourselves. And so it's kind of like, well, maybe I'm just out here on my own. Maybe I'm on the edge of the earth and nobody else is coming with me or nobody else has this problem that I have. And so again, that's coming from lack, which it's completely the wrong story that we want to be telling ourselves because there's so many other people out there that are struggling with the struggles that we have. And so we're able to connect through our vulnerability, as Brene Brown says, connecting through vulnerability and sharing and being open and transparent and saying, you know what, some days I don't get this right, but some days I get it amazing. And I'm happy to have that balance in life where I'm getting some things not right and some things amazing. And we continue to move through. As I said before, you will never be as available than you are right now. You will never be more available. And like I said, you may not know who your ICA is, or you may not know what you need to do in that job. So just insert whatever applies to you. And I'm just talking about it from a work perspective, but you could do this in a relationship perspective as from a relationship perspective as well. I don't know what to do to fix this problem with my partner. I don't know what to to do to fix this problem with my child. But the reality is, that we can pick up books, we can talk to people, we can engage a mentor, for example, we can go to therapy, we can get a coach. Um, you, you can be molded like you have never been before and you can, because your mind potentially is open to the I don't know how to and as soon as you switch that into how could I or what's the one next thing, you know, I love those what questions, <laughs> what's the one next thing I could do? When you start to bring that perspective in, then you start to open the doors and that's where the books, the podcasts, the people even start to be attracted to, they start to flood in. You start to open up your eyes to conversations that have always been happening around you and you couldn't even see them because you weren't open at that point and that's okay, so no judgment, this is what happens. Um, and then we start to then bring in this awareness, which is where those coaches, mentors, 
therapists if that's where you want to go down um, or just the people that are around you that you start to have those conversations with and that's how you start to be molded you start to create your own thinking and potentially initially you're going to jump on what's the quickest way to get here (laughs) or there what's the quickest thing that I can do but it's actually through that trial and error that you've got to trial things out within your job within your business within your relationship whatever it looks like for you trial it out and see what happens, see what comes back. You know, I talk about mirrors as well and how what we put out naturally comes back to us. So if you want to put out a good vibe and an engaged vibe and I'm going to give this a shot vibe rather than a, I want to, I'm scared and I'm going to hide out over here and hopefully nobody notices me, I'll just put my hat down. Um, If we can switch those vibes, those vibes will come back to you. And I think that's really important for us to remember that what we put out into the world naturally comes back to us. So through our thoughts and if our thoughts are, I can't do this, I don't know what I'm doing. Of course, you're not going to know what you're doing. So switching that to what's the one next thing I could do? What could I create today? Where, what could I create this week? Who do I need to speak to, to find out more about this? What resource can I utilize? Um, Do I go onto YouTube or am I on some other platform? Is there a membership out there that somebody's running that they're doing exactly the thing that I want to want to do? So becoming aware and especially when you're in business relationships you're in um, you're in a career looking at the people who are attracted to you people who naturally come into your world they're a really good indicator of your internal world so if you're having people come into you that are quite negative and doing the negative Nelly kind of side of things and you've got this story about how I can't do it, then they're going to be attracted into you. I hope that makes sense. Whereas if you start to change your narrative, those people will start to naturally disappear and therefore you can start to create the reality that you really want where you believe in yourself, you're ready to go to the next level, you're ready to have, um, you know, get uncomfortable with the, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. <laughs> you're ready to start moving and shaking things up even like I said before, it's uncomfortable, but you're ready to kind of move into that space. So just look at those people that you're attracting. And if you're in business, for example, and certain people are coming to you, have a look at why they're coming to you. They could be your new ideal client avatar and you didn't even realize it. And you're looking for people over here. And I'll talk about it from a Um, health perspective perhaps you're looking at it from a gut health perspective that you want those people but maybe you want the strength stressed and anxious people or for me it's around legacy so I'm looking at the parents who are ready to make shifts in their change that are going in their lives that will change them and by changing them it's going to change their children and they're leaving this legacy so that's what I'm starting to look at or I have been looking at for a while the other things you can use are other tools um, especially if you're It doesn't matter if you're in business or you're not or in a relationship, but looking at the information that's coming to you. So whether it's a comment from your partner who says, hey, you're looking beautiful today, or you're looking very handsome, whatever that looks like for you, um, and that's coming into you, kind of go, oh, that's really interesting. So, you know, obviously I would reflect that back to them um, and then keep building on it as well. And if you're in the workplace 
Notice the type of work that is coming to you. Is it a deeper project that you can get your hands into and get like your feet into and really kind of drive it forward? Or is it kind of piecemeal bits of work that is just sort of shuffled to you at the last minute? Um, or is it just pieces of work that you think, sure, they add value, but they don't add a lot of value? What are the sorts of things that are coming in? And is that suiting you? Is that what you want to have coming into you? And from a business perspective, again, you're having a look at those clients, but you're also having a look at the posts that you're putting up perhaps on social media and the likes and comments. And who are those people that are coming into you? Are they people that you naturally thought would resonate with your work or are they new? Who are they? Get to know them. And that doesn't mean have a strike up a conversation with them. Just have a look at their profile. You can certainly do that and then say, oh, what are they into? And particularly, you know, on Instagram, people can follow you. You don't have to follow them. This is something that I really like. (laughs) But you can have a look at their profile and go, is that somebody's information that I would like in my life on the daily? Is that something that I would like to have flowing through to me? And if the answer is yes, follow. If the answer is no, you don't have to follow. So you can see how curating what's coming into us is really within our control. So I mentioned before that this thought, this imposter syndrome, it will really keep you stuck. And the thing is, it won't move you forward. You might feel like you're moving forward, but you're moving forward perhaps in a aligned way, but it's not strategic. You're sort of sitting on the outside going, maybe this post will do, or maybe uh, this conversation with this person in the workplace will do. You're not actually really targeting your messaging and you're not targeting your approach to things. So making sure that you really kind of have a look at it and go, where does this come from? Where have I had this in the past? What went on for me? And do the opposite of it. When it's come up in the past, how did I move through that? What is the things that I did to move through that? Because there will be examples of that in the past where you have moved through it. And what were my beliefs at the time? When my beliefs were like that it was possible and that I could do these sorts of things, whatever they were, as opposed to the things that kept you stuck were the beliefs that I couldn't move forward. So just know that, as I said before, this imposter syndrome, it's just an excuse. It's an excuse to block us from moving forward. And we will go off potentially on the next shiny thing and go, maybe that's where I need to go, or maybe that's where I need to go. But come back and honor yourself. You've chosen this job, you've chosen this career, you've chosen this relationship, you've chosen to have children, you've chosen to um, start a business. So come back and focus in on what's important to you. What do you want to create and keep moving forward and let go of all of those limiting beliefs. So this is where we come back into saying you can change your narrative And there's some steps to doing that. And this will be unique for everybody. So find your balance, find what resonates with you, obviously leave the rest. But what I'm going to say to you about leaving the rest is have a look at them and look at what the stories are around them. Are you a 10 out of 10 in those areas and therefore you don't need to worry about them? Or are there some other stories that are coming up and it would be really valuable for you to actually look at those stories so that you can raise raise that emotion or raise that step to be able to move further in the direction that you that you are you're wanting to go to and I often find this with clients where 
I will use language and they'll say, oh, I'm not ready to use that word yet. (laughs) Or that word makes me a bit squirmish. (laughs) I can't use that word. And I'm like, that's no problem. Let's just find your word, what resonates with you. And it might be a variation of that word, or it might be just, I'm going to say lesser. It's not lesser, but it's just something that's more tangible for them. So finding their word that resonates with them will help them move forward, will take them to that next step. So the first thing that we need to do in terms of changing our narrative is to believe in ourselves. And this is one of the most challenging things to do. We naturally believe in others. We naturally do it. But believing in ourselves, oh, that's got a little bit more trickiness to it because we know that we're human and we know that we make mistakes and we know that everything's not going to be perfect. So finding a way to start raising our belief in ourselves is one of the first, is the first step, um, but it's not necessarily the only step, right? So you can keep raising your belief while you're working on the other things. So don't get caught up in these have a particular order and I must do this first and I must do this second. Everything here is actually um, interlinked. And so when you raise your belief in one, in one area of your life or in this, yeah, in one area of your life, it will raise your belief in another area of your life. You will get more confident. You will be able to voice your opinion in other areas as well. And so then it, that flow and effect will have a flow and effect to the other areas that can help you change your narrative. Number two is to trust yourself. And you might say belief and trust are interlinked. I don't believe that they are. Um, and you may agree with me. But trusting and believing in yourself, for me, are two different things. I can trust that I'm going to turn up to do this podcast on a Monday. That's I trust that I'm going to do it. Do I believe necessarily in the content that I put out all the time? Sometimes my brain is on, you know, overdrive and it's going, you just talked for now, what's 20 minutes for this podcast? about shit. (laughs) And I'm like, no, it was really good content. So having that belief about myself and believing that what I put out here is enough and is exactly what you need to hear on this day when you're listening to it, which could be two years down the track, um, is has to be enough or else I'm going to second guess myself and I'm going to stop and I'm going to delete the whole thing and you'll never actually get to hear it. So I hope that helps to demonstrate the difference between trust and belief. And as I said before, you can work on these together. So moving my trust up, moving my belief up, and the two will actually move up together or potential have the potential to move up together. Number three is one of my favorites, and it is love yourself. You know, this ride, this growth, this movement from I don't know enough, I'm this imposter syndrome, I, I'm just not good enough all of that sort of stuff, we have to unpin that from a place of love. Um, And when we come back into that love, we know that it's not going to be perfect and we know that every day isn't going to be perfect. We know that we're going to F up and we know that we're going to, you know, be challenged by life and that's okay. I was challenged this morning and I had to just quickly, I was able to quickly move through it. Um, And Chris saw it as well, like something had happened, he wanted something a particular way and I'm trying to do a video of something of the the smoothie or whatever that I had up and he was like but I need the bench space and I'm like I'll just be two seconds and then it was like I need to take it away 
So just moving my stuff, I can do the video later, it's not a problem, but I just, in that moment, I'm like, why? Why couldn't you give me the two minutes? And then I had to, then I chose to let it go. And he chose to change his tone of voice um, to going from a frustrated, well, I'm not saying that he was, but that was probably what more what I heard, into an upbeat, something about the day, let's talk on, let's move on. And we moved on very quickly. But loving yourself and allowing yourself to make mistakes is Again, one of the biggest gifts that we can give it, give ourselves and knowing that it's not going to be perfect, knowing that we are human and mistakes are just lessons, like really they are. And no, nothing that's happened in the past, generally speaking, okay, so really general here, is an honest mistake. You were doing and I was doing the best I could at the time. Um, I could kick myself for some of the things that I've done, absolutely, and I've probably done enough of that. But it's, you know, that whole can we let ourselves go? And as we move into these new spaces, go, do you know what? In two years' time I'm going to be doing looking back at this space differently and to what I am today. And as I sit here, I kind of go, I'm doing the best I can. And hopefully in two years' time I'll be looking at myself and going, she was doing the best she could and honouring myself in two years' time and honouring myself today and then honouring my future self. And I think, again, that's probably another podcast for another day, but let's just talk about coming back into loving ourselves and starting with just looking at yourself in the mirror in the morning and saying, I love you. And it can be one of the hardest things to do because we really don't look at ourselves. We do everything for everybody else. We're on the go. They say thank you or we, you know, especially as parents kind of say to them, ah, thank you, like let's remember our manners, um, but we don't often always get it back. And so just coming back and appreciating ourselves and just acknowledging where we're at is one of the most powerful things we can do. Lots of powerful things, hey, in that one. Number four is embrace learning. So, This isn't only through the work that you do, so giving in a relationship, whether it be at work, whether it be in your business, but just embrace whatever learnings come to you, especially when you're in a new role so or in a new relationship. New relationships probably have a little bit more give and take, whereas older relationships have perhaps some expectation and you kind of go, you're throwing, potentially projecting onto each other around how things should be, potentially. Um, whereas with new jobs, you are, or putting out a new podcast or putting out different, um, posts or putting out other content online, YouTube videos or whatever it might be, just embrace what's happening and learn from every aspect of it. As I said before, you're not going to get all of this right and you don't need to, (laughs) nobody does. And especially when you're in the, in the learnings, like just think of a new day at a new job. And I remember turning up to, a new company uh, that I was working for and I went, shit, I don't know how to use the phones. Like it was that simple that I was like, oh, I probably shouldn't have changed jobs because I don't know how the phone system works. Now that's a stupid thought, but it was definitely one that I had. And then I had to learn how to use the phones and I had to learn how to transfer transfer phones. And I'm like, this isn't natural to me. how do I kind of do this? But it's the same as learning pricing for a job or learning how systems work for a job, learning what aspects of the job that you're going to pull together and manage and not stepping on toes because you could be stepping on toes. So just learning to embrace that whole aspect of what can I learn today? What 
amazing things can I learn today? Even though they might be painful, how can I learn those things? And that will really help move through this imposter syndrome or this thought that I don't know enough. And then there are boundaries. So I think this is really important because the previous one, Embracing Your Learnings, was through the work that you do, but it was also through the feedback you receive. So people are going to come to you and they're going to tell you things that potentially you were like, oh, I can be really deflated by that. I could really take that on personally. But instead, we can just look at it as feedback and go, great, I can do something better with that next time. Or how can I fix what I've done now? Like, how can I improve it? Not just fix it, but how can I improve it? And if you get the opportunity, great, you can dive into it. But some of that feedback that will come in isn't for you. It's actually somebody else's stories. It's actually somebody else's frustrations. It's actually nothing that you actually need to do anything with. And you can just listen to it and then you can put your boundary wall up and just say, oh, that's really interesting. How are you going to move forward on that? What's the next thing? Do you need me to do anything? Because often they're just venting. And then you kind of go, I don't, they'll go, oh, you don't need to do anything. It's all good. And so you put up that... It's not a physical wall, but just that whole knowing that my emotions are over here, my feelings, I can let you have your frustration and your anger and your bitterness, whatever that looks like, and you can hang out with that over there, but I don't need to take that on and I don't need to then worry about what's going to happen in the future. So choosing consciously to allow people to have their own stories. Again, this this whole (laughs) podcast has been about this. But it's one of an, another empowerful thing, another powerful thing that you can do to not get wound up or buy into other people's stories that it's something that you are responsible for because you're actually not. Okay. So just play around with that, ex, you know, explore boundaries, see what comes up, see what you can learn from it. It's a really good playground in there. And the last one I'm going to do, say if we'll suggest, is that you can be proud of yourself. It is totally possible and totally permitted for you to be proud of yourself. You are stronger today because of the work that you have done yesterday, the day before, earlier today, a week ago. You are stronger and you are more knowledgeable than you have ever been before. And sure, in two months' time, six months' time, 12 months' time, you will be even more knowledgeable. But right now, you are the most knowledgeable that you have ever been. And that's something to be proud of. So go out there and rock it. Go out there and don't worry about what your brain is telling you. Remember I said at the beginning, it's all lies. It's all stories. Because I bet if I got in a conversation with you about what you're passionate about, you would go on for days and days and days. I couldn't couldn't shut you up. Um, I was reading something yesterday and it's coming to my, oh, I was writing a blog post and I was just thinking about some of the shit that I know that comes out of my head. And I reckon you would be the same. You would love sharing all of your knowledge and information with me because I was open to learning from you. So that is what we want to see. That's what the world wants to see. That's what the world needs, even though you're going to hear potentially some negative stories that will come around and go, we don't need another of this and we don't need another of that. You're like, actually, 
Some people do need your story. There is a collection of people out there in the world who do need your story. They need to know that it's real. They need to know that somebody like them is real and it's time for you to shine because effectively sticking yourself in the cupboard and not shining means that you're limiting the you know, the love that you can share out in the world, the abundance that you can share out of the world, out in the world, the connections that you can have with people. So get out there, share your story, love up on what you're doing because you're amazing and it's time for you to shine. And I want to quickly announce that I have some exciting news that I'm opening the, opening the doors to my Souls Rising membership in April. We've been together nearly for two years, which is, blows my mind. And each, well, I'm not going to go into logistics, but we explore topics, we collaborate and connect in a beautiful space with amazing people who are rising together. And I'm wondering if you'd like to be one of them. But before we do that, we'll do a 14-day water and I think I'm calling it challenge. Um, I'm still working on it. But, you know, people complain that they don't drink enough water or that they don't like the taste of water. They just don't get around to it. So let's work together. Let's have some fun in this space. Let's figure out what's going on, what's blocking you, and dive deeper into the amazing benefits that water brings. And then if you're keen to keep going, then you can come into the, you'll have an option to come into my Souls Rising membership. So that's very exciting. Just hang out on my podcast or head over to my website, susanscollin.com, for details that will be coming soon. There's nothing there at the moment, but you're the first to know. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for joining me today. And I have a couple of small favors to ask. If you love this episode, please share it with someone you love and you know the episode will resonate with. Also, to help spread the word about my podcast, please head over to iTunes and leave me a review. I love hearing your thoughts about my podcast and what's resonating with you. Plus, it helps us share my podcast with the rest of the world, which is amazing. Finally, thank you so much for being here. I'm super grateful for you and I'm truly honored you've spent your time with me. Let's keep rising. Let's keep growing because it's totally possible to live a life you love every day right where you are. See you in the next episode.